Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Today, I would love to talk about uh, what, how the speaking industry really works. I've been having a lot of conversations on this topic with uh, my wife, uh, with a lot of other friends, uh, speakers that I have. And uh, I wanted to kind of uh, like demystify this myth about how does the speaking industry really works. And in particular, if you're using speaking to get clients, uh, what is that you should be focusing on to make sure that actually you get those clients? Because uh, there are a lot of things that you can do that are going to be a complete waste of time. And there are other things that you can do that actually are going to give you the results that you want. So let's break it down into these two different topics. How the speaking industry really works, and when you have the gig, what should be really focusing on to get the clients that you want for your business. Now, uh, if you're watching the replay, uh, thank you very much for watching. Make sure that you put hashtag replay so then I can see that uh, you are watching. Or if you're listening to this on the podcast or somewhere else, then thank you very much for listening. Make sure that you subscribe. And if you're watching live right now, say hi and ask away. Ask your questions. I'm here to answer any question that you have. So let's get started, shall we? Let's get started. Fabulous. So how does the speaking industry really work? Well, there are a few things that you need to be aware. First of all, uh, not all speakers are created equal (laughs) and not all events are the same. In fact, there are some events that want you as a speaker and some events that will never have you as a speaker. And you need to understand what kind of events you should be focusing on uh, and you want to target depending on the aim of what you want to achieve. I want to say a big hi to my good friend, Steve Conley. Thank you very much for, for joining the live, Steve. Uh, so what are the different ways uh, and what are the different things that you can be focused on the speaking industry? Well, first of all, you have to decide what kind of speakers are you going to be? Or in particular, what kind of speaker do you want to be known for? That's the big question. What kind of speaker do you want to be known for? Who do you want to be? Because uh, uh, the, uh, there are different things that are happening in the speaking industry. So there are some speakers that you can decide to be focused mainly like myself as a speak to sell speaker, where I would use speaking to grow GTEx. So we would use speaking as a way for me, hi Rihanna, I would use speaking for me as a way to get clients, to get people on courses, to get people on trainings, to get people on our uh, digital marketing agency to get people uh, on our event management company, to get people to buy our online courses. So that's one way of speaking, a speaker to sell. And uh, if you're going for, if you're a speaker to sell and if you're using speaking to grow your business and you want to be known for that, and you're approaching a corporate event and you're saying, I want to speak to your people, then uh, there is a big problem there because now the corporate don't want you because you're going to be there to sell. Well, the corporate wants someone who is positioned mainly as a keynote speaker, as someone who wants to add value to corporate and it will get paid a fee up front and they will not do, or almost not do, free speaking gigs. And they will only be focused on getting paid as a speaker. So that's actually the second category. Do you want to be known as a speaker that gets paid as a speaker? And they will only rock up if they have money in their pocket, if that deposit is being made in the bank account. And otherwise, they will say, well, no, I don't do it. 
Now, it doesn't have, it, when you're deciding who you want to be, it doesn't have to be one or the other because you can do both. But what is the thing that you want to be known for? That's the difference, right? That's the difference. Because um, I, can be, I can do corporate training and I'll be happily get paid uh, for, for a fee and to go in and deliver a training. I do that. But that's not what I want to be known for. Because what I love is using speaking to grow an existing database of clients within GTEx. Does it make sense? Just give me, give me a whoop whoop here in the comment. If you are listening to the podcast, then give me a whoop whoop here uh, when you are on the car or wherever you're running. Uh, is it making sense what I'm talking about? Then you have another kind of speakers, which is the event organizer. We are, in this case, you will be mainly hosting and organizing the event. And your role is to bring people in the room. And then you might have speakers that are selling or you might be selling tickets and uh, the speakers and you earn a tickets revenue or if other speakers are selling, you earn a, a percentage of the ticket sales. And again, if you want to become an event organizer, it means that your focus needs to be somewhere else. I'm going to give you to tell you also where your focus should be. And then you have another kind of speaker where it can be like a, a, in a, a, in like a promoter in this case, where you will use speaking to promote other people's event and just earn the affiliate commission from there without having the trouble of running the events yourself. So you can see that you can use speaking for different things. And if you are speaking to sell, then, which is what I'm specialized on, then the only thing that your main priority is to focus on finding bloody events that are looking for speaker to sell product. Because it means that if you focus on that, then immediately, automatically, by default, you will be able to get the clients that you want. Right, Pete? Right, Cindy? Thank you for joining. <laughs> now, if you are a corporate speaker and you want to be paid a fee up front, to get paid up front before even you show up, then it means that your main focus uh, is going to be to find, uh, to, your, to market yourself as a high-end speaker, to connect with speaking bureaus, and to connect with event organizers that are hiring the speakers for these kind of conferences. So you're the, best, the best thing you can do is to find conferences that already hire speakers, that are similar, that are speaking on similar topics that you're speaking about. Why? Because it tells you already that those event organizers are interested in this kind of speakers. And if you are of a similar topic, it means that they might be interested in yourself as well. Is it making sense? Give me a whoop whoop here in the comments if uh, you are following me. And then we have uh, another kind of speaker, we say the event organizer. And then your role, if you're an event organizer, is to get bums on seats, <laughs> is to make sure that you fill your own event. Because you can be an event organizer and you can be a speaker and you can be a keynote speaker. But if you're running an event where you're inviting other speakers, you better have some people in the room. Now, if you don't like marketing and if you're naturally resistant on marketing, that might not be the best thing to do because actually an event organizer is 90% marketing <laughs> because what you're going to do is to get people in the room. Right, Aslam? <laughs> and then uh, the other uh, kind of the other speaker, if you're looking at using speaking to promote other people's events, so what you're going to be doing is the promoter role, 
is again to build your list so that you can have people to send to when you're having an affiliate event to come up or to find again those speaking engagements that will allow you to then sell products or services because then it means that you don't even have to sell your own products or services but you can sell the other training, the other courses and that's another way but again the focus is find those event organizers. So now that you know where should you focus on, uh, I want to say a big hi as well to Samantha and uh, a big uh, uh, hi as well to Annabelle. Thank you very much for joining. So now that you understand the different dynamics of the speaking industry and the different uh, roles that you can play as a speaker and a different way of monetizing it, let's talk about uh, what is that you should be focused on if you want to get clients as a speaker, if you're using speaking to sell. Well, first of all, like everything is all about mindset. It's all about mindset. Now, if you're naturally resisting to sell and you're saying, well, I want you speaking to get clients, you can see that these two things are not going to work together. So naturally, you will need to sort out your mindset. And first of all, becoming all right with the fact of selling product or services and almost feeling like it is a duty for you to sell that product or services. For example, what I believe is that uh, I not, I'm not going to be able to change lives and to change an entire person's business in uh, an hour talk or in a two-hour talk or in 20 minutes. So I can give them the best values possible, but because it's free or because they're not going to have an investment on it, they are not going to, and because they're not going through a process, they're not going to do almost anything. Or if there is a 1% of the audience that will do something, uh, I've already achieved a great result. But I know that real change, and that's why I'm here, because I want to make real change in businesses, and every, any one of our clients can say that, I, if they don't buy, they will not go through the process that is going to change their business and their life. In, this, in my case, they're not going through the process that we have to help them become an authority in, your, in their field. But then think about the, what's the process for you and know that if they leave and they don't buy that product or service, uh, right Carmen, uh, hi Eunice, thank you very much for joining. If they leave without buying that product or service, it means you're letting them down. It means that now they, you're letting them on their own. And you know that if you keep, they keep doing things on their own, they will get the results that they got so far. And if they got the results that they got so far and this, these results are not good, then you know already that you're letting them down, that you're letting them go into that path. So my role is to be as persuasive as possible to make sure that I can avoid them costly mistake. Because uh, I have to say that the people I'm the most grateful for are the people where I bought their programs, not the people that are attending the, their free talks. The people that had the biggest impact in my life, that really had get me to have tangible results, are the people I bought from. These are the people I respect the most. Why? Because all the other, I, I forgot all about them. Why? Because they give a good talk. Great. I'm up. What's next? But if I buy something, I'm committed to a process, which means that now I can actually get results. And in fact, even the more money I spent and the bigger, the longer the process it was, the more results I was getting. So if you think about that as well, then there is actually, you're, you're shortchanging your clients by charging lower prices by making the process really short or by not selling anything. So that's the first thing, becoming okay that selling is actually your duty and is good and that's what you got to do if you really care about your client. 
If you don't sell, it means you don't really care. And it means that you don't believe that what you have can benefit them. And it means that you don't believe that what you can do for them is good enough. And if you have those kind of limiting beliefs, well, there are two things. One is right, means that you're not good enough to deliver that kind of role. And means that you need to work more on that, to do more pro bono, to do more case studies, to build that confidence within yourself and also the skills to back up the promise that you want to deliver. And the second thing is just might be something mental. You might be already great, but just because you don't believe enough in yourself, then uh, you are not uh, going for the sales in a way that uh, inspires clients to trust you. And uh, if that's the case, work on it. Because uh, it ain't gonna be better. <laughs> Things are gonna become worse, actually, because it means that you're going to do this process for longer, which means you're going to let your clients down for longer, which means that you're going to let yourself down for longer. So become okay in selling yourself. Become okay in the fact that if you know you're great at what you do and what you have is life-changing for your clients, for their business, for their lives, then it's your duty to tell them, hey, I want to help you and you need me. Because if you don't get this right now, this is what's going to happen to your life. This is what's going to happen to your business. And if you say that with conviction, and if you are making them understand that actually you're not saying this just because you want their money and you want their business, but because you genuinely care about the outcome that they're going to have, you genuinely care about the results that they're going to have, well, if you do that, you'll find that, first of all, a lot of people will buy and then secondly, you will find that a lot of people will respect you. You will find that a lot of people will thank you and will say, thank you very much for having me sold that product. You saved me years, you saved me this amount of money, you saved me hours of work, whatever you did for them. But it all starts with you. So that's number one. So first of all, focus on your mindset, right? And uh, thank you very much to Kumba for joining. Hi, Caroline. Great to see you here. And the other thing that you should be focusing on is uh, to make sure that you know what it is that you're talking about. And in particular, that you know how you're going to finish your talk, that you're going to rehearse your pitch and the call to action. Because if you want to use speaking to make money and uh, you are still, and you might be good as a speaker and uh, say, oh, well, you know what? Uh, I just speak from the heart. And I know Caroline will have a lot to say about this, but there are a lot of speakers that actually, after a while they've been speaking, if they really know their stuff, they can be incredibly entertaining, incredibly engaging, and um, they don't have anything prepared. And there are those kind of speakers. But this is the thing. When you're selling something, is a process. You need to guide the audience to a process. You cannot lose them. You don't have the luxury, first of all, to lose yourself in the process. And you cannot lose the audience as well. Because the moment you get sidetracked and the moment the audience loses you, that's the moment they will not buy. And uh, because that's the moment where you need to be more confident. That's where you need to show up doing the best you can. Uh, I was having a conversation today with, uh, with a potential client and uh, we, we just left a couple of hours, a couple of like half an hour ago, I think. And he said, when, I, when I'm on stage, I deliver this incredible presentation. I can see, I can see that people are loving it. I can see that people, I can see it in their eyes that they, they are mine. They, they are in the palm of my hand. They're loving the content. They see immediately a practical application. They're loving the process. 
But as soon as I talk about sales, something weird happens. And that's very common. Because suddenly there is a different energy. There is a different energy in yourself. There is a different energy in the room. And that's where practice come in. Because the more you're practicing and the more you know what is that you're going to do, the more you know you what is that you're going to say, where you're going to lead them. You have a path and you're following that path and you're saying to these guys that are in the room, hey, here's my path, follow me. That's the moment where they will buy. That's the moment where they will say, I want to work with you. That's the moment where they will say, here's my card. That's the moment where they will say, thank you very much. I'm really excited about doing this journey together. But it all starts with you. And uh, the more there will be a moment where you will need to practice less. But if you know that you're called to action and the moment where you're making the sale as a speaker is the moment where you are actually struggling the most, then you got to do something about that. Otherwise, how do you expect things to change? Again, things will not change. So if you're a speaker and you're using speaking to grow your business, the biggest investment you can do in yourself is to have a great pitch, to have a great talk, to have a great structure, to have a great business where your talk will fit in, and in particular, to rehearse your call to action so then you know that every time you're on stage, you will have people that will thank you about working, that will thank you for what you do, they will work with you, you have a great business, you change the lives that you want to change, you build a great community around you, and finally, you can actually change the world, which is what is that you want to do in the first place, right? You can change the industry if that's what you want to do. Or maybe you can just have the lifestyle that you want if that's what you want to have. What is that you do with it is up to you. I don't know what's important for you. I know that what's important for me is to leave a legacy. And that's why I want to create a community. I want to have a team. Because I want to create something that will live long after I'm dead. And that's why I'm creating the structure and the business in this way. That's why I understood very early that if I wanted to create it, I needed to become really good at selling from the stage. Because that was the only thing that was stopping me to create what I wanted to create. Because I've learned it very soon that I cannot be so presumptuous, if that's even a word, to, to assume that just because I'm on stage for 20 minutes, I can change someone else's life. I might be able to make them think differently about something, but am I really going to be able to change their lives? That's a process. That's a process. So understand that and master the art of selling from the stage. So naturally, you can get the clients that you want. Now, if you want to do that, uh, more than happy to help you out. We've got a great trainings around it. We had online training. We do one-to-one. -one, we have group courses. So send me a message and uh, let me know how can I, I can support you. You will fill up a short application form. Uh, we'll see what you're talking about, uh, what kind of niche you want to be specialized in as a speaker. And then we'll be able to guide you in the best direction. Whether it's uh, working with Caroline because you need to become a better speaker. And that's the first step. Whether it's working with myself, if you want to learn to create a pitch that converts and you're already having tons of speaking gigs and you just need that missing piece, whatever it is that we're going to do with you, we will do it. But it all starts with you. Make that commitment. Understand that this is important and things will not change if you don't make it a priority. And that's the thing you should be focusing on if you want to get clients when speaking.
So uh, I'm looking forward to hearing your comments now. If you're watching this live, uh, let me know also what you think about the topic. Uh, let me know if you have any question. And also if you're listening maybe on the podcast, on the recording, or you're watching this on YouTube, whatever, then uh, uh, let me know what you think in the comments below. What is it that you're struggling the most with? Where can I help you? Or uh, <laughs> what is it that you're focusing on in terms of building your speaking business? I'm looking forward to hearing from you. And uh, remember that together we grow exponentially. I'll see you next time. Ciao.